Good morning, listeners, and welcome to today. This is Tilly Talks Cosmic Soul Sundays, and it's a really exciting show for, for me today because I'm introducing my first guest, and the guest is Sharon. And she's a well-being specialist teaching yoga exercise for seniors, mindfulness meditation courses, and beginner's meditation courses through Skype video. So wherever you are in the world, you can work with Sharon, which is incredible. She's a little bit of a laptop lady. <laughs> and uh, she is also a body worker, and I've experienced her body work. It is fantastic. With two years medical training, so she offers massage therapy, uh, whether for pure relaxation or for specific deep tissue treatments and other health concerns. So Sharon started her life as a ballet dancer uh, at the age of six, and she went into dancing for TV as well, and this was her life for 20 years. When she was in the London West End shows, she was introduced to yoga and loved the physical practice and benefits. So later in life, she's moved from the theater arts to the healing arts, where she studied extensively in New York, India at the Dalai Lama's meditation home, wow, meeting influential mystics, philosophers, authors, teachers, and then more certification at Bangor University. So this lady has progressed and worked from being a dancer, tuning into her innate intelligence, to moving into a fitness instructor, to then learning far more about the body so she can help people, to turning into a yoga teacher. We're gonna play a beautiful song now and when we come back, you can meet Sharon. So today's show is all about self-acceptance and how to honor yourself when your mind and body aren't in alignment. Sharon, I'm intrigued to know your opinion on this and your thoughts on this as we go through today's show. But firstly, can you share with us all how you came to know you were a dancer? Well, hello, Natalie. Hello, listeners. My name's Sharon. Thank you for listening. I can't say enough how much waking up as a, a brand new baby and coming into this world so fresh, so new, and yet I believe strongly that I came in as a baby with a real soul's calling to be a dancer. It has absolutely shaped my entire life, and I very much appreciate an opportunity to share that it was a knowing. A knowing, a knowing. I love that, and your soul's calling. So what, what was that like for you when you woke up to know that you were a dancer? Can you remember your the first moments of dancing, first move, like happy feet, moving your feet? <laughs> was it your arms? <laughs> or did you just come out of, come out in like first position or something? <laughs> so all about, I love this, your soul's calling. So explain to the listeners a little bit about what that means for you and how it felt. That's so funny. I think I probably did come out of the womb pointing <laughs> my toes. And that theatrical way that many of us still carry throughout our lives. I was very fortunate that very early on, uh, I was introduced to dance lessons, probably three or four. My mother was a professional dancer. My father had an amazing time in the 60s. He was uh, a jazz pianist and he used to play the piano and the organ for Billy Fury and the Gamblers. So I wow. came from a theatrical background. Mm. And 
tell me a little bit more about um, that shaping of being a dancer, moving into into other aspects of your of your life. And you you mentioned the dancer mentality to me um, before when we were having a chat behind the scenes. Uh, so, w what is the dancer mentality, and what actually? Has, how has that shaped your, your other um, aspects within your life? Well, I appreciate that question because when you are born into a family of a certain field of interest, which for me was the arts, the performing arts, it does shape your life. You live and breathe it, you hear it, you go to classes. I was very fortunate that I had parents that could support me in that. Mm -hmm. So I did go away to a boarding school specifically for the arts. Mm -hmm. So I lived and breathed it, but I would say that there are positives and negatives. Most definitely the joy, yeah, the course. absolute joy, and knowing that that is your soul's calling is a freedom and to express every aspect of your being through that format is a deep, deep appreciation because not everybody knows what they want to do. Not everybody has an opportunity to pursue what they want to do. Mm, yeah, no, I, I remember actually um, when I first found my voice, uh, it was, I was 11 and yeah, th someone recommended that I had singing lessons. And also the same for, for me. I'm not sure it was, I, I recognise it as a soul's calling then, but I knew that it was something that I could do and that I could do well. Yeah, so that was nice, and I and love the fact that you mentioned the joy as well. So the joy came came out of came out of that, and then there's the negatives and the positives. And I love this because I believe uh, we can take one emotion, for example, joy, and that will be balanced out by another emotion. I, I believe that all emotions have different varying levels. Um, so joy above could be ecstasy, below could be energy or energetic. Um, but you're also mentioning that it had negative uh, connotations. And um, you did make me laugh uh, behind the scenes when we were making a cup of tea, because you all know that there's a cup of tea involved uh, with Tilly Talks <laughs> and Cosmic Soul Sundays. And um, you were telling me when you were in Cats in the West End, <laughs> in the West End, and you remember going down into the bins. <laughs> Are you remembering it right now? With your beautiful, My beautiful, knees. <laughs> your knees. Okay, so kind of what age are you? Are you uh, 23. You're 23. Okay, you're in the bins, <laughs> dressed as a cat, waiting. Yeah, you, you, it's your story. You tell it. You're waiting for the, for the, the queue. <laughs> well, I mean, as a, as a dancer, and because I did a lot of West End shows and TV, it's all different mediums, but there's an awful lot of, obviously, as a, an audience member, you're unaware of this, but sometimes as a dancer and a singer, you're sitting somewhere trapped, not able to move until the queue musical or otherwise to suddenly move and so yeah definitely being in the bins is something that's done my knees <laughs> in as I've aged. <laughs> so that was that was kind of maybe the first awakening moment of you realizing that being a dancer being in this career was your your mind and your body were in different different places. So as I said this show is about how to honor the self when the mind and body aren't in alignment and uh, as a dancer, I think, uh, or a professional um, 
athlete, which you mm. you are, <laughs> you know, um, that, that that comes up a lot into your daily life. So could you explain to us a little bit about how you how you coped with that, or did you just ignore your body and just keep going? Again, thank you, Natalie. I do appreciate that because it's important to me to share not only between us here and now, but to anybody that's listening. Because I'm 54 now, soon to be 55. (coughs) (laughs) (laughs) But it is important to, if you can, try and develop a friendliness, a kindness, and a compassion towards your body, particularly when you're younger, regardless of whatever your profession is, how much you've used your body or not, how you feel about your body. Because as you get older, there can be repercussions from what you've done. Uh, If you've had an accident, you know, obviously I was a professional dancer and that's had uh, ramifications on my body as I age. But how I dealt with that was Mm. to ignore it, to utterly ignore my body's cues in every sense because it was required and I was trained that way. Mm. The severity and the perfectionism was not always in balance, but sometimes you have to look back and reflect and say, I did what I I did at that time, it was the best that I knew how, but now as a 54-year-old and the repercussions of a lot of physical, (laughs) I was gonna say abuse, but (laughs) you know, you love it, you love it, you do whatever's necessary, but there is such a massive disconnect and a total misunderstanding of liking your body, loving whatever size your thighs are, and there were you know, a lot of eating disorders which were prevalent back in my day. I'm mm-hmm. sure it's quite different now. I'm sure ballet companies, West End shows, they have physiotherapists, nutritionists. There's better knowledge and long-term knowledge of what that happens to dancers. Yeah, yeah. We hope, obviously, that that, that, has, that has changed and progressed as we hope everything changes and progresses with, uh, with our own kind of evolution. Um, we all evolve and with with my work um, you know working with with women for for building self-confidence self-worth self uh, value as the self-esteem aspects um, that I think that I want to get that message resonating again uh, and definitely with the affirmation I am worthy to if if it's resonating with you as you're as you're listening here uh, to love oneself is and to one one's body but there's a journey to it and we're going to have another little song now and then we're going to come back to that journey because the journey comes from forgiveness and compassion and love and these are words that I've heard you say many times um, through following your work so we're just going to play a little song and then we will be back after the song So welcome back to Tilly Talks Cosmic Soul Sundays. I'd just like to take this opportunity to say that if you're enjoying this content, go on and visit our website. So it's www.wellbeingradio.co.uk. So we're creating audio for mind, body and soul. And there's some great articles and other shows that you can tune in and listen to. So Sharon's here with me and we're talking about self-acceptance and honoring the body when it isn't quite in alignment. So when the mind and body aren't quite in alignment. Sharon is sharing with us her journey as a, uh, a ballet dancer, a dancer into the transitions. So we're going to talk a little bit more about the transitions now. Um, and we're going to 
cover forgiveness, um, so how you can forgive. So from being the ballet dancer to the fitness instructor and traveling around the world, um, how did you start to, what was the point when you knew that you needed to learn to forgive the past and move on? I would love to say it was when I was a dancer. I would love to say that it came many years ago, but it hasn't. It has absolutely been through yoga and meditation and understanding the importance of listening to the body, honoring whatever is going on in your mind, your heart, your body, and practicing loving kindness and compassion day after day. I would like to add that whilst yoga meditation has been fundamental later on in my life to reconnecting to my body, appreciating, forgiving what I've done to my body, I was lucky enough to have a long-term boyfriend and he didn't care about the size of my thighs. He'd never even seen me dance. He'd never once said, oh, Sharon, you know, what time are you on on the TV? He just loved me for me. And that was fundamental. Wow, that's beautiful. So he loved you for you. Okay, so who are you? <laughs> ah, and what did he see in you? And also that importance of connection. Am I right in saying that with this relationship that you had found through that time, there was connection. So you could go home and be Sharon. Yeah, so can you tell the audience a little bit about who you are? Again, I think that's where the yoga meditation teachings, and because I have had the good fortune and the intention to study worldwide, really understanding and grasping and integrating forgiveness, self-acceptance, all those big subjects that you can reflect on. And uh, what was the other word I was going to say? You have to forgive me, I'm 54, menopause in the memory. Um, yeah, it's gone from my mind now. But it, in yoga and meditation, there are many topics we can reflect on, meditate on, and self-judgment was critical. As a dancer, I fine-tuned the ability to be critical, which served me in positive ways and negative ways. And here was a man who showed me what non-judgment was because mm -hmm. it was trained and ingrained in. So it takes some time to move from that to self-acceptance. Yeah, and they say that when someone sees the goodness in you, it's, it's kind of mirrored within them. So he was seeing all that, that goodness in you. So that was amazing that you had attracted him because we believe that the attraction is, is asked for and you attracted something that was balancing out the, the work and the, the home life, which is, which is incredible. So for our listeners out there, if they're thinking about making making a change or there's something in, in their lives that they're not accepting of themselves and perhaps they're talking to themselves in a in a in a hard way, what adv what advice would you would you have for them? Um, if any. <laughs> I would definitely advise find ways, whether it's listening to great teachings on YouTube, find a yoga class try meditation, be open to that. You don't have to sit cross-legged like a pretzel. <laughs> but those are some ways to connect to yourself, silence, rest, try and develop that at an early age so you're not learning it later on in life, mm. that actually rest is a huge component of health. I love that, rest. And 
that word surrender is is coming coming up to me and uh, that surrendering and th there's a there's a quote that that I that I tuned into and uh, I saw on a wall somewhere the other day and it resonated for for our time here today and uh, it's it's get out of your head and get into your heart think less and feel more and that's by Osh Osho have yes. I said that right and uh, but Osho has a a, a meaning to you this this, this mm. okay and we this meaning that, that comes to Sharon from, from this quote, I believe that this is our intuitive intelligence, that I tuned into that, that quote to share it with you so you could share with the listeners what that quote means to, what that quote means to you. Well, there's so many quotes from Osho, and I was fortunate to do some more training in India and be there, and... It was another opportunity, not just with yoga and meditation and, and the gentleman that I referred to that showed non-judgment and love towards me, but this was part of my process of connecting to my body and my truth was through the Osho meditations because they're so powerful, because the body speaks. And if we can really learn to love our bodies, it's such a simple thing. It's a process, but it's so worth it. Mm, and it takes time. Yeah. So if you're listening and, uh, you know, this is this is feeling a little bit aggravating to you or thinking, oh, well, I've already tried that for, you know, a year and it's not working. It takes time. It, you know, I started my process at tw 27. Um, I'm going to be 40 this year. And I've just invited it into, into my life uh, as a daily practice or a weekly practice, a monthly practice, which it sounds like you have as well. So to finish off um, today, it would be really lovely to just play one more song and then for you to maybe give us a little bit of a meditation. Um, we've talked a lot about self-acceptance and uh, I think a lot of that comes to the connection of the heart. So maybe we could have a little heart meditation from you. So welcome back to Tilly Talks, and this is the last part of the show. I'm here with Sharon George, and she is now a yoga and meditation teacher after having a fruitful uh, career and learning so much from every decision and change that she has made. And she's going to end today's show with a beautiful meditation, so you can share your favorite meditation with us, Sharon. Well, there's so many favorite ones, but I really would like to share with you out there, as long as you're not driving, just close your eyes. You can even play around with this. It's so simple. You choose the words that resonate and feel mind, body, heart, a connection to, so you can breathe in relaxation into the body, breathing out kindness, breathing in clarity of mind, breathing out calmness, Breathing in loving kindness into your heart and breathing out compassion. Ah, wow. And that voice. <laughs> so this show, Tilly Talks Cosmic Soul Sundays, is all about women impacting women. Thank you so much for, for your time today, Sharon, and sharing with our listeners it's all about also embracing other women and building a community so that we can rise together, finding our inner voice. And you've been sharing moments of 
your inner voice, your intuitiveness, which I refer to as your wise woman. So thank you to Sharon for her wise woman also showing up and speaking your truth. Sharon and I are actually going to be working together later on in the year um, uh, on a, a healing retreat um, here in Spain. And you can find more information about that at cosmicsoulschool.com retreats page. But how can the listeners find you, Sharon? Uh, so your website, are you on Facebook, Instagram? So we're going to finish today by Sharon letting you know where you can find her work. Thanks, Natalie. And thank you very much for listening. My website is Sharon George Wellbeing at Yahoo. Oh, I've forgotten it again. I knew this was going <laughs> to happen. I should write it down. So Sharon is going to share with you how you can find her on the net. No, I'm not. Interweb. No, she's not. <laughs> it's because I haven't got it in my head. Um, so your, in your Instagram page? Okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay. So we've had a bit of a break there, Scott, but I'll let you know about that <laughs> on the uh, on the, the the sheet. So, can you share with the listeners for for us where you, in actual fact, I think I'm going to say all of that. So this show is all about women impacting women, embracing other women, and building in building a community so that we can rise together. And also to find our inner voice, so that that voice that is telling us to, you know, not do something uh, because it's not right for the body, and actually listening and actually sharing, actually speaking out about it. So I want to thank Sharon today for speaking her truth and inviting in her wise woman to come and share all her uh, stories and learnings with us. We'll be working together later on in the year uh, on a retreat together in the south of Spain, and you can find details about that. It's all about learning uh, to master your inner guidance, so your intuitiveness, and that is going to be in September. We've got details on cosmicsoulschool.com retreats page. And how can they find you, Sharon? Because uh, that's, that's really important. <laughs> how can they find you? Facebook, Instagram? Thank you. It's SharonGeorgeWellbeing.com. So I hope to meet you and see you. Thank you very much, Natalie. Thank you so much. And we'll be back with you next week. Take care. Until then, bye-bye. And remember, let your soul fuel the way. <laughs>